Welcome to the Fae Forge Academy, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. The Fae Forge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. The Feywilds, where magic and time, emotion, Beauty and wonder weave into one. Time flows different, is not a line. Our five students have found themselves inserted into a new timeline, where their worlds have changed. The hope of Ilvahan seems to have faded. The cold of winter, the darkness of a strange curse, a shadow, has arrived at the Fate Forge Academy. Here you sit in the cold, snowy Fayforge Academy on the grounds just outside of the main, the main section. You've crossed the Vine Bridge. After coming back from the Feywilds in what seems like a different timeline than when you left, there's a host of elves you don't recognize. Deep black eyes, no, no whites, no irises, no pupils, just black. The drakes in the library indicated that Gibble is gone from the library. Vespin Willow Song is in charge, whatever that means. You saw the outline of of Evie running away from Great Hall as you also escaped from the library with these elves sending arrows at you. You've crossed the bridge. You're in this grove that you've spent time with. Professor Ilvaxal, who's nowhere to be seen. These birch trees that are in this grove, the leaves seem to be dying. It's it's empty. Everything seems void of life. The bright colors, the fey influence on the on the academy seems to be gone, or at least changed. And here you stand. Your plan was originally to maybe head towards the caves where Wallop and Pillow, the the moss lurker, stayed. You have not had a chance to to debrief or talk about anything, but but here you are. You see, you still hear the footsteps of of people still running towards you um, after that bright explosion happened. A few arrows come flying towards you a little bit, though at this point they're a little bit too far away from you. And for whatever reason, these elves don't seem to be able to have the ability to cross this this vine bridge on their own. Hmm. What do you all do? Uh, we should keep running. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's 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 go to where the moss lurkers are. Yeah. So I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna stay in the. I'm gonna be the last person in the group. Okay. Like, meaning like the ones that are closest, person closest to the school, furthest away from the place that we're going, so that I can kind of keep an eye out if anything's chasing us, and I can blast them as we go. Yeah, yeah. So as you all go, um, the stream that you originally followed when you first met the moss lurkers is mostly frozen over. The water, um, though, the water in the moat is—it's not thick ice. Um, it's not something you could walk on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, why don't you all give me a perception check as you're as you're kind of walking that way? As we're going to, can I please, um, like, take a branch or something and try to hide our footsteps? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, why don't you give me? Uh, why don't you roll a stealth check for that to see how well you can? Uh, eighteen. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're kind of dragging the branch making sure that your footsteps aren't being shown in the snow. Uh, it's not super deep snow either. It's it's like maybe an inch or two, fairly fresh. I wish I could be excited. I've never seen snow before. 
Yeah, so so Ashen, you're able to to, to co- kind of cover your tracks as you get closer to this. Um, Adelaide is experiencing fear and joy of new snow and fear of life. And as you get into this this cave where the moss lurkers have have lived, um, uh, roll me a perception check. All of us. All of us. Yeah, yeah, you all can roll. Okay. Sixteen for me. 22. Look at you. 14. And 8. Well, the first thing you notice is you remember the, the, the rudimentary traps that they had laid out. Those are just kind of cut the, the, the rope netting that had the, the objects that would fall on you and stuff. Those have been cut down. There's just like debris kind of scattered around. As you get further in, it's dead silent and there's no light. Do you want to keep going? Um, we, I think we're trying to all be sneaky, so I wouldn't turn on the light, like my light cantrip on. Yeah, I know. Huh. I think, and since I know that it seems like we've probably, how far are we away from campus at this moment? Like, how far do we feel like we are? So, in in the cave is actually pretty much on campus. It's It's, if you remember... It's in the moat, basically, around the campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in some ways, you're really close, though it was this hidden, like, area. And we've made it to the cave. Yeah, you've made it to the cave. There's, there. Um, okay. And I'm gonna grab, Curry, can you just make sure that no one's gonna, can you look outside while we try and make this place safe for us to stay for a bit? Um. And I kind of, um... I kind of rub Curry's cheek and place him on the ground, and and I'm gonna send him towards the entrance of the cave, or like you know, mm-hmm. the the verse the, the entrance of the cave to kind of have him seem natural, and like climb up on a tree, and like just stay there um, to warn us if anything if anything comes. Yeah. So as as you're kind of walking through here. Besky, you hear another voice in the back of your head, um, and it's your father again. Besky, Besky, you're alive. Where, where are you? What, what happened? We're we're safe for right now. Um, we're near the school, um, but can you? We're, we're trying to figure out. We're trying to make sure that we're safe right now. And that's probably the message. Yeah, you're over. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't interacted much with that spell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and you don't hear any response, and at least not immediately. Mm-hmm. As you as you all kind of enter, you're you're still sneaking in this cave, correct? Yes. Uh, you make it all the way through to the back where Lollop and Pillow stayed. You see a torn up bed. You see the the body of Pillow laying on the ground, lifeless. <gasps> you see broken jars, and it's it's just been tossed over. And her body is pretty brutally destroyed, basically. Um, there was no mercy involved or anything like that. Um, there's, like, blast marks on the walls. Uh, Sepia immediately uh, rushes over to Pillow with just, like, tears streaming down her face. And she pulls gum out and puts gum on top of the body. And she's like, it's gonna be okay, gum, do, do the thing, do the thing, gum. And she just starts, like, nudging gum like on top of the brutally destroyed corpse I guess yeah uh-huh. uh, and gum just kind of looks at you blinking gum and croaks you, you can do it gum just just you can do it uh, she just starts crying Sepia I'm sorry and I'm gonna set my hand on your shoulder I had I had one friend well, I guess I had a few friends, but I had this one. This is my special mushroom friend. I understand. This pillow... Is she... You said, is, it, is she on her, like, bedding? Or where is she located? On the ground, just kind of in the middle of the room. Is there bedding in this area? Of um, any sort? They slept on basically moss. Um, so you can see okay. kind of where, where their beds were. Um the moss okay. is still growing there. Um, I'm gonna 
try and get like a layer of moss and kind of like cover the body to kind of preserve our memory of Pillow Mm -hmm. um, so that uh, there's a lot for us to process right now and so Besties is just trying to essentially just like um, is that kind of lower the tension basically just trying to kind of put out fires where he can and, and I think he's going to try and do that because he's probably seen someone in the kingdom pass and that they did something with the sword, same sword so he's going to try and respectfully cover the body so you're here in this room um, this body covered you have experienced a lot in the last what in your minds would be the last 24 hours Um, and this is probably the first time you've had quiet in some time how do you move forward um it's is anyone hungry I I guess I we need something to eat we need I need something to eat. I need... That would be nice, Besky. Okay. Uh, I'll... I'll... I'll head out and try and scavenge some stuff, and I'll come back and we'll make us a oh, warm meal. I don't think you should head out. I don't... I don't think we can stay here. If they found Pillow, they'll... They'll find us. They'll do... They'll do the same thing. Oh. They already know where this is. <laughs> Pillow... How long ago does it look like Pillow has been dead for? Does it look like a fresh dead? At a quick glance, uh, it's it's definitely not fresh. You can roll a medicine check if you want a little bit more information. I can certainly try. A nine. Ugh. A nine? Uh, yeah. You you can just tell that like it, it was definitely not in the last couple days. Um, I, my dad's been trying to contact me, but we were busy trying to run away. Um, I, he, I think he's sending me magical messages, but I don't know if I have a way of calling him back until he calls me or he messages me again. I might be able to ask him where he is and we could maybe start finding some place safe in that area. I don't know what. What do you? What do you th- think? Sepia, I don't think anybody's been here recently, and I know it's probably hard to be here with your friends. But this might be where we should stay until until we we know where we should go. She. She, she shouldn't stay here. We should take her outside. Something. I don't know. I, I don't... I, I don't want to be here right now. Maybe we could bury her? Or... Yeah. We can do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep watch if that, if that helps. How heavy is Pillow? <laughs> Not very. This is pretty light. Okay. Yeah, she's pretty light. She's probably sixty or seventy pounds. Okay. I I think Sepia can lift that. Yeah, she's got base base ten strength, so she'll um I'll help out. Yeah, she'll uh carry the body out and find a tree nearby that has like a lot of mushrooms underneath it and start trying to dig a grave huh. um, comforting it takes a little while um, but there's almost like this peacefulness as um, you watch around around these trees um, as, you, as you actually get a, get a second to kind of take a break and look around in between your digging the leaves of these trees have almost turned into crystals and they're actually like what's turning into snow um, as they're breaking down and there's this shimmer in the air 
And it's almost this weird dichotomy of this really big tragedy filled with sadness. And also this this like quiet peacefulness that doesn't even necessarily make sense in the midst of everything you've happened, but you were able to dig a grave. Uh, there's there's these kind of beautiful mushrooms that have still survived the, the, the first snow. While Sepia does that, Besky's going to get some snow and uh, see if there's any, like, if there's even, like, a jar. If there is a jar that's still left kind of intact, and if so, he's going to make maybe, like, a three-cup soup because that's all you can fit in a jar with, like, whatever mushrooms he got from um, from Turnip and just trying to make something comforting for the group and using the create bonfire spell like a small a small mm. bonfire to minimize smoke and just to kind of make something in, in the cave nice. or outside in the cave in okay the cave. yeah so you're able just to, to remind you of the layout of the cave it's actually to get back to kind of where that room is um it's it's 100 150 feet back um so you do have yeah. some space to do stuff but yeah um, why don't you roll? Actually, I don't. I don't. I, if you want to roll for for the soup, you can. But I actually don't think you need to. Um, but I think you can. You you got some really really good ingredients from from turnip, and you're just kind of making stuff, making ends meet. Um, but so you can definitely be four dice d sixes, right? Yeah. Uh, so nine with one six, and four with one one. Uh, I can math. So that's a thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you're able to make something. It's not. It's not great, um, but it 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 works to fill a, fill a stomachs. Um, leaves a interesting aftertaste in in the mouth. Um, okay. But at least it's enough for food. Um, I will say, it's the middle of the night. I don't know what you all are gonna do, but in this period of time, you can consider this a short rest. At least. Oh. Cool. Um, Sounds good to me. That's really good for warlocks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a as a fellow lover mm-hmm. of warlocks, that is what I was thinking of. Yep. Uh, and then I'm gonna use a <sighs> D8 to heal. Two. Two. Awesome. Eight. Eight. Uh, Nine. Nine. Nice. And I get one first level and one second level spell. Nice. Dope. As. Well, as Sepia kind of finishes up the grave for Pillow, I want to use Druidcraft a couple times to, like, create some, like, pretty swirls of moss in the snow above where Pillow is laid to rest for, to to kind of help Sepia grieve her friend. Um, And as, as you both are kind of doing that, um... You hear that song again, quietly. It's like an echo, but the same song that you heard the first time you came to the Academy. Um, And it's this little piece of hope, almost. Um, uh, And as you you craft this moss, the tree that Pillow is buried under glows for just a brief second as some sort of magic or energy goes through it. And then, it, and then everything just goes back to quiet, the darkness, the snow. And if you if you all want, you guys can try to take long rests. Um, can start looking for answers. Well, the good news is it's dark outside, which means there's no flame force thing. It's kind of a relief. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think we should all sleep, and I think we could probably let Curry and... What do you call your toad, Sepia? Uh, gum. Gum, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I think Gum and Curry can, can watch over wrist while we sleep. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so you all are able to kind of makeshift some beds out of the, the soft moss and in Wallop and Pillow's former cave with, with Curry and gum keeping watch at the entrance. You know what? I actually, I have a very small, obviously you're familiar from Change change Shape, but I have a very small Almirage as a familiar. Oh yeah, Um, sure. What is the distance approximately from 
from where we are back to the school? Um, the the gap between kind of your cave and the other side of the moat is about 20 mm-hmm. feet. I'm not going to do geometry because there's some angles involved no. in here. Uh, but I would say um, from the back of the cave um, to the water is about 150 feet. And then from the edge of the water into the school, into like the center mm-hmm. of the school is uh, another 150 feet. So you're actually very close to the school, but oh, yeah, this, we are. this hidden, um, mostly unknown cave. Although obviously somebody else knows about it. Okay. I am going to pick up my familiar and uh, just whisper it here. Uh, it's kind of important, and I really need to depend on you right now. I need you to get as close as you can to the school and see if you can find a safe way inside. And I'm scooting up the door at the cave hole. He can't communicate with me once he's past 100 feet. Yeah. But he doesn't disappear once he's past 100 feet. Yeah. So when you say um, like a safe way into the school, can you explain that to me as a DM a little bit more? Just so I yeah, understand um, what... She... So obviously we didn't... I don't think we necessarily saw or could get like a gauge on everybody that was in this clearing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, maybe finding like Know, the chef's entrance maybe or uh, like a side entrance to the school or if these guys can all clear down and they're elsewhere mm-hmm. um, she's mostly looking for signs of life that aren't these guys okay uh, can you roll a stealth check for sure. your Almirage? does your Almirage have a name uh, not yet no It'll have to earn food a name. Based, food based. <laughs> food based. Uh, let's see. What are their stats? Probably some of mine. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. That will probably keep your uh, Almirage alive. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it goes. It goes scurrying off um, as as you all rest, um, and it's gone for a few hours. So. Um, you all do have time to rest. So you're relying on curry and gum as your um, as your watches. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, you do get well, Ariadne. After after you all are resting for for two or three hours, um, again, if there's anything you all would want to do, you're welcome to interrupt me at any point. Um, after two or three hours, um, your Almirage comes back. Um, and, and how much I need to look up I don't remember how much uh, your familiar can communicate well with uh, only from 100 feet but they can once they're within that 100 feet they can communicate uh, telepathically okay um, so you hear this this soft voice in your mind from your Almirage that you recognize uh, says those bad bad people were still there and those vines were doing something to the tree it looks sick but there were footsteps away from almost underneath Great Halls. Just one pair that went off to the east of the school. And it looks like there they came out of a small hatch in the side of the Great Hall. Not even really a door. There's a lot of those bad people in, in the library. They're sleeping in what's left of the dorms. I went to your room. It was pretty much destroyed. The foundry still open though that big furbolg creature was working and there were a few other people working furbolg but that's everything i saw do i remember a, f- a furbolg yeah the uh Lawlin is the furbolg who runs the foundry <gasps> oh right oh okay okay um okay that's good to know um i'll pop i'll pop her back him back in um and uh, rest, I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, it's good to know. We'll make a plan for the morning. So, as you rest, um, Besky, you get one more message. Okay. Besky, I'm back in Nairin. Your uncle is in Nairin. But find Trayvon and he can protect you, and I'm coming. Find Trayvon. Mm-hmm. Who's the admissions guy who gave you your first test? I will respond back. So, uh, we'll find Trayvon in 
Should we go back to the kingdom? Is that the only place is safe? Is the kingdom safe? I'm worried right now, but I'm trying to protect my friends. That's... I guess I have to act like a prince? And that's where he just, like, stops and, and cries a little bit. And you don't get a response back. Um, but you all do get a full, a full long rest. And uh, as you wake up, it's, it's a very, very cold morning. The moss and the things that you found in the little bonfires have kept you warm enough, um, but you're not comfortable by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the light peeking through the end of the cave is dimmer than it should be, but you do have a day ahead of you. What are you going to do? When everyone's waking up and, you know, as everyone kind of like stirs awake, uh, I spoke to my father. My father sent me a, a message and he said that him and my uncle are back at the kingdom and that we should find Trevonin and he's coming to find us. That's good to know. Um, we have some friends in the forge still, but that's really all I saw. Oh. Um... Trayvonin is the one who first gave us gave us our your your first test. Our first test, right? Mm-hmm. Do we know where to locate him on campus or where he would be? Uh, you know where he normally would be, but you also know that everything seems to be abnormal. Right. I mean, if we go there, we might be might have like left something behind that we could use to find him, or like a clue or help. Like a hidden compartment kind of help. Yeah. Um, that's a good idea. I think... I think... That... That's the only thing we have to go on. But I don't think we should stay on campus any longer than we should. Um, and... Do you remember the trees we came in here do we know if the trees take us back to anywhere, or were they... I mean, it depends if the... If the portal's still there, but I think we'd probably have to go back to the library, wouldn't we? Hmm. Oh, you mean where we first went? Um, yeah. I don't know. I can... I don't know if... Uh... uh... The deer man, what's his name? Uh, deer Lu- man. Lucid. <laughs> his name's Lucid? Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. I found it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can try finding Lucid, but I don't think we were supposed to end back up here so soon. I mean, maybe. I don't really want to leave the campus till I know what they're doing with the tree, because that's, like, you know, the closest thing that home has felt like to me I can I can feel home okay um then let's go start with the only thing we know which is going to Trevonin's place and we'll make more plans from there does that sound like something that we all want to do yeah I think it's a good idea yeah okay um so yeah, I'm going to start getting prepared for the journey. Okay. Uh, and you all did get a long rest, so spells reset, health and all that stuff. What you would remember of where you interacted most with Trayvon in uh, is he had an office in the Great Halls. But as far as like if he had a home or something like that on campus, uh, you don't know. feel like I would lead the way to the Great Hall um, and try to... S- try to see if everybody's gone from the the courtyard um well as you leave the cave kind of get back to a place where you can see the great the the main the main part of campus i'm going to need stealth a stealth check as 
you can just see, even from a distance, you can just see people are on campus. Um, Nat 20. I think five. Nope, four. Uh, 21. Okay. And Adelaide? There we go. 13. Not bad. Not bad. Could be worse. Okay. So in spite of Besky's kind of crunching around on the ground, uh, you are all able to kind of stay hidden and kind of from the opposite side of this moat. Yeah, you see you see four or five different figures that do seem to be guarding. Um, they look, they're dressed similarly to uh, the elves that you kind of fought off as you escaped. Um, they have bows. So you can continue that way. How are you going to do it? Uh... I want to cast uh, Pass Without a Trace on all of us, which would have been helpful a minute ago in order to get past all of these people. Plus 10 to your stealth. Yep. Okay, so you all have seen Ashrin cast this spell as you feel your steps kind of lighten. Hopefully this will keep us a little safer. Uh, I think we need to get past these guards in order to get to his office. So you have a bridge that kind of magically appears that you will have to unless you're planning on another way to get up across the moat um, you have the the um, kind of the courtyard where Ival Holland is uh, where you've seen the most people um, and then you have you have the great hall I think I think we should just try to cross the bridge when we think they're not looking trying to create something else would just maybe cause more ruckus. Um, yeah, I think maybe. you're right. Um, mm, uh, I um, I can I can do this thing. I haven't really done it before, but it seems useful now. Um, I can make uh, images uh, in the air around us. I can maybe make it look like the bridge is empty while we're crossing it. Or oh, that'd be smart. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, I have misty vision, so I can cast silent image at will. Nice. So, I like as we're crossing the bridge, I can just cast like the image of the empty bridge behind us, and so it'll cover us from one direction basically. But if anyone's looking from the opposite side or the like left and right, they would be able to see us. It's better than nothing. Yeah. Okay, that the plan. I think so. Okay. Um, why don't you all give me one more stealth check? Okay. Nice. With your plus 10. Yep. Okay. Oh, good. That was a nice one. 24. 15. 28. 28. <laughs> all right. So as a group, you're, you're good. What does it look like as, you, as you're casting the spell as you all are walking across this bridge? Uh, there's just like uh, kind of the air in front of Sepia's hand seems to ripple, almost like there's a like liquid, very clear water coming out of it. Um, that moves up into a 10-foot wall and solidifies into an image of the bridge. And she's just kind of, like, backing up and consistently, like, there's this, like, very clear liquid oozing out and, like, re-solidifying of this image. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so you all um, you make it across this bridge. You're kind of back behind the library again. And you can hear the sound of, of some some of these, these elves. Oh. Someone must have broken in last night. I uh, don't know how they got here. They came out of the library, but shooting magic at me and look at this. And he's like, oh, wow. I'm glad you're okay. I'm hopefully, hopefully we're not much longer here. I'd like back to the Feywilds. This place is mundane and boring. At least all those students are gone, I think. Someone, someone keeps taking stuff from the food stores. Probably some stupid animal. Um, and you just hear kind of conversation like that, kind of from around the corner. Uh, Kaz, can you create a distraction? Kaz can absolutely create a distraction. Oh my god, that's what he's best at. <laughs> yeah, there's one thing. <laughs> that's literally what he's best at. Um, Bring in the motherfucking ruckus, that's it. <laughs> nice, nice, Adelaide. <laughs> I see you. Um... Kaz has lots of stuff that he could do. He does have uh, Tasha's hideous laughter. <laughs> um, and he also has bard skills. So I'm going to let you all decide what you want to do with that information. <laughs> Is there 
somebody else across from where the um the elves are that if we cast it on them the elves might walk to them to see what they're doing yeah um yeah there's definitely kind of as you peek around the corner you can see most of the elves are kind of spread out um just kind of sort of like if, if you imagine someone who's guarding something that's been doing it for a while and is bored i know that just kind of that feeling <laughs> just kind of meandering cause cause that one across the courtyard cast it on cast it on them tasha's is a wisdom save um so he like whispers and strums his his ukulele kind of whispers this really silly like almost like a kid song um and the magic carries it along uh and you see as one of these elves kind of further away just who's just kind of like staring up at 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 the tree board um (laughs) and falls over rolling on the ground laughing the the elves that are closest to you that you can kind of see as you peek around the corner just like what what is what is he doing uh and run over to him and 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 try to break him out of it um and what are y'all doing like a bunch of sneaky teenagers we're just gonna try and go a little bit faster but sneaky okay uh give me one more stealth check and they're gonna roll perception with disadvantage 21 34 cheesy peats emily what'd you get i think two of you passed uh for stealth uh five or 15 with 15 yeah yeah okay there it goes. A three. <laughs> Thirteen. Nice. So you run across this. You run across this uh, kind of this open space um, with the the power of Ashram protecting you, uh, and you get into this hallway. Uh, it's empty for now, at least from what you can see. Are you going up the main entrance? Or are you going in the the little side one that that um, your Almirage told uh, Ariadne about? Uh, probably the side entrance where. <laughs> so as you get there. You get to the side entrance, and you open it up, uh, and it does. It opens up. It's basically like a like a cook's entrance. It's a lot of the boxes in this kitchen are, are emptied, but it's quiet for now. Um, you're able to kind of continue continue walking and moving. I'm continue, I'm assuming you're still kind of stealthily kind of checking through. Yeah. Um, as you weave in and out, you do make it to to Trayvonin's office. Uh, the door is broken down. You see more signs of magic and blasts and stuff um papers are disheveled desk this desk is turned over uh what are you doing can we look for any sort of note or any sort of um evidence or inkling that he he would leave behind to tell us where he may have run off to or anything like that um roll an investigation check as many of you who want to can okay I will definitely do that. It's one thing nice. I'm better at. 12. That's 11. 8. 23. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, Besky, as you kind of look around, I feel like given your kind of royal heritage and hiding secret thing, like hiding hiding oh, yeah. secret documents kind of goes, goes with that. As you're looking around, uh, you see in the back on, on this wall, very, very subtly carved in, uh, is a it's kind of on on one of these bookshelves is that same symbol that was on Perseverance's ring. Okay. okay. I don't really I don't know it, but that's the only thing the only thing that sticks out to me, so I'm gonna point to the group where it is and I'm going to um do the cantrip of light and we can control kind of like how bright it is. It's gonna be like a low like a very low um glowy light kind of like you know when you're in bed and you're reading a, something in, in on your cell phone screen you like turn it all the way low mm-hmm. like just to faint enough so that everyone can kind of see what i'm looking at mm-hmm. yes yeah, so what, what is the symbol on his ring again it is i drew it somewhere it's it's like the uh, i have it written down on the top and bottom are these like almost like two diamonds and then they weave together 
um, in the center. That's right. Okay. So it's like geometric on the tops and then like very smooth and um, kind of this, this flowing aesthetic in the middle. Okay. So I'll show that to the group because I wasn't there with them and I don't Besky doesn't he knows of the ring but he doesn't know that so he just yeah. illuminates the evidence that he sees I mean the diamonds almost look I don't know it's like stars hmm. what does that tell us do we know what that means does that tell us where we should go I don't know um it doesn't really look like a constellation does it it's just geometric Mm-mm. yeah little pattern just, yeah. yep hmm. trying to look at think as a as an actual player, what those might mean. Um, if you want, you guys can roll an insight check. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fifteen. Man, we can't roll. We can't roll for nothing. Seventeen. If I remember right, um, Imelda indicated that that perseverance was part of this group that prefe- protects the tree, um, and that many have come before him. And that this might, the connection you would make is this might be the symbol of whatever that group is. And one of the pieces of knowledge you have gotten from many people is kind of follow, follow the song, listen for the song. And usually your song is connected with your magic. All right. Um, well, um, can I not light my fingers on fire, but just use my magic to um, kind of make the tips of my fingers warm and like touch the symbol to see if anything happens. Yeah, so as as you do that, kind of using that inborn uh, druidic fire, that symbol lights up and this bookshelf that you can feel is real vanishes. Uh, through it is a small passageway. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Oh, let's, yeah, let's get that passage. Seems good. So as you as you go through this passage, um, maybe 30 seconds after the last one you passes through it, you hear mm-hmm. this whoosh, um, and it goes completely dark. All the all the light that was coming in through the passageway that you went through is gone. That means the bookshelf closed behind us? That's what it seems like, yeah. I'm okay. going to turn off that light cantrip because I was focusing on that back there. And then I'm going to recast it on my staff that I have, but at a l- very low light yeah. so that we can, I can't see down here. So so as this light kind of illuminates this path, you can only see, what, 60 feet? Is that how far light goes? Something like that, 40 feet? Um, yeah. It continues to wind. Um, and you, as you keep following it, you only hear the echoes of your footsteps. You walk for three or four hours. Um, Whoa. For a long time. Uh, until you finally get to this other door that is a, it's a stone door it has that same symbol on it and no noticeable mechanism for opening it uh for lack of knowing anything better to do i'm going to do the same thing I'm just going to cast light on that symbol again mm-hmm. yeah so so again as as magic goes through you you see um this time from the inside you watch as all of this magic that kind of mirrors what this tree has shown you this like blues and pinks light down all this hallway as this as it opens this door and similarly to the bookshelf it just kind of disappears the light dissipates um, as you walk through um, you see this tall figure um, turn and look at you his long dreads um, hanging down his back he looks beat up and dirty Trayvon and says you are the last people I expected to see here where did you come from how did you how did you find us? And as you look around, you're in the, there's this kind of large room. Uh, you see Evie uh, in there. You see other people. You see um, Lollop is in here. Uh, the other, the other moth lurker. You see a couple students that you recognize from one of your first days: Dariel and Ilian. Leaf, the the tall furbolg is in here. Yep. Um, and then there's a, there's a few other students, um, though not very many, um, and everyone just looks tired and hurt um, and beat up but there's almost like hope as the as the five of you walk in how did you find us it's kind of a long story we were in the Feywild and um, things happened (sighs) yeah things have happened sit down we'll get you a drink get you some rest and I will (sighs) I can't believe you're here we we assumed you were dead that's (laughs) that's fair 
you've been gone for months. No one heard anything from you. Besky, your family was... Your father was broken. He contacted me. He knows I'm okay now. Good. Maybe he will... Maybe he'll come. But let me tell you, after... I don't know exactly what happened, but something happened. The last day anyone saw you, Evie said she saw you all running off with perseverance after the explosion in the great halls. And... And... And Vespin Willowsong, she brought these shadow fae to the to the school, killed many of our students. Those of us who did survive hid or or fled if we could. Most of us here didn't have anywhere else to go. The shadow fae? That was the elves that we saw. You were if you you were on campus. Yeah, that's who you sh- you saw. But she's doing something, something to the tree. It's changing. She's powerful, and I'm scared that that more evil will come if if it can't be stopped. Yeah, I'm worried. Uh, uh, Besky's gonna, I guess, start, while the conversation's happening, he sees people who are beat up in the room, he's just gonna start slowly, like, giving off, like, healing light towards people, because I can kind of disperse mm-hmm. that in little chunks here and there for, you know, 1d6 worth. So yeah. he's gonna start working on that as the conversation's happening, just kind of not thinking about it as the conversation's ensuing. When you, you see these kind of wounds starting to heal from people, I, I, what, where were you all? What happened? What is your plan? We were, we, we escaped with Professor Perseverance. That was who we escaped with, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took us to this group. Um, I forgot what they called themselves. Uh, they called themselves. The Alcides. The Alcides, yeah. yeah. We uh, talked to the Alcides and... And Imelda. Yeah. And Imelda. And um, we were led... um, It all happened so fast, I don't really remember. Um, We were led to this one place and things got really crazy. And I kind of just, like, look at someone else in the group because, like, Besky is still trying to process everything. And also I'm forgetting as a player where we went. (laughs) Those two things. (laughs) Yeah. You were in the Feywilds, basically. We, we end up going to some civilization. Oh, it was Ashrin's, like, actual... A home that no. was cursed, haunted. Yeah. And yeah. Had a name. You all have this conversation, and, and kind of, you're not hiding anything from him, correct? No. No, I don't think we are. Okay. We're too scared and whatever, yeah. Yeah. I think Morel spoke to me on the statue. I don't think I told you all that. I don't think so. There's so much that's happened. Uh, Trayvon looks at you, the, the queen of the court of stars. Yeah, the ancient queen of Ladrin. thought she was dead or gone. I mean... He looks around. Yes, just because you hear a voice doesn't mean that they're not still dead, but... True. No, oh, and I have this, and I'll show them uh, the token thing I have. Riel always said she thought there was something special about you. I don't know how you got back to the school. I don't know any of that. I guess you should have. You should all be dead. Kalvala is coming for you. Maybe you are the only ones who can save this tree, save the magic here. There's a belief by some that the tree can imbue those who hear its song best with magic beyond what any of us can do in our dreams. But it's said you have to get to the heart of the tree. None of us have ever found it. I think I always thought it was a myth, but you all may have to go back there. Back to the Feywild? No, back to the school, to the tree, to find the heart. You said that the drakes were looking for something. I bet it was this. They need that. But if you can find it, maybe you can stop Willow Song. Maybe you can stop Kamala. Because the world's in danger. The, the, where you are, where Morel's statue is in the, in the Feywilds. That, that shadow is here, and it's coming into our plane. And with that... We're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fake Forge Academy. Oh, dang. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh.
Hey, thanks for listening to the Faith Forge Academy this week. If you've been enjoying our content, we always appreciate five stars and a review on iTunes or Podchaser or any other podcasting medium that allows you to do that. In addition, if you'd like to support us in other ways, we have a Patreon. Um, Patreon.com slash Forge Academy. Uh, in it, you'll find uh, player journals. Uh, I've even posted some DM notes in there. Uh, and we are starting something new with the release of this episode, actually. We're calling it the Fae Forge Afterglow, which is just um, the cast kind of talking about how the last session went. So this week, you'll find it on there. It's... Uh, Myself, Kai, and Michael talking about our most recent episode that you just listened to and episode 18 as well. And as always, for more information about what's going on, stay up with the cast and everything. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Forge Academy, uh, or you can check us out on our website, FayForgeAcademy.com. Hey, I'm Emily Harmon. I play Sepia Goldenmorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Emily J-E-A Harmon. Hi, my name is Ian Gould. I play Coe's Forgeheart. Uh, you can follow me at Game of Science on Twitter. I'm Adelaide Gardner. I play Ariane Subban. And you can find me online at Twitter at OAdelaide. I'm Michael Sinclair II. I play Besky Nevering. And you can find me on Michael Kritz on Twitter. And Kai plays Ashrin Ember Whisperer. Find her at stonefly underscore Kai. Theme music and background music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For additional music, search for D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional background music and sound effects found at zapsplat.com and tabletopaudio.com. Fayforge Academy is proud to be a part of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.